You're listening to the Healthy Weight Coaching Podcast, inspiring stories and tips to help you reach your goal. For information on reaching your healthy weight or to share your success story, please reach us at healthyweightcoaching.com. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Weight Coaching Podcast. I'm Julie Taub, registered dietitian nutritionist and your host. And today I am very excited to bring Charlotte McGuire on the program. Charlotte has an amazing story to tell. She transformed her life by cutting out sugar. And I just think her story is really going to hopefully inspire us to consider the next time we are tempted by the most irresistible food that penetrates a lot of our foods and that's out there everywhere. So that is, of course, sugar. And Charlotte, thank you very much for being on the program. I really appreciate it. And it is my pleasure. So let's just get started by hearing what inspired you to change your eating habits. Well, first of all, I need to say that I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis about 15 to 20 years ago. And about six years ago, I started taking Humira. And I am, I I have exercised daily since I was about 15, which is great. And I keep on doing that, but at a much slower pace due to the rheumatoid arthritis. And then the Humira helped a great deal, but Humira is a strong drug. And I just don't want to be on it for the rest of my life. And my daughter has Crohn's and she is on Remicade. And I just would prefer to do something all natural. So with that said, I started getting sinus infections a year. I just kept on getting recurring sinus infections. I went to my ENT last November and he has Crohn's as well, which is an autoimmune illness that affects the digestive system. And he was able to get off all his meds via diet. And he went on the paleo, paleo rotation diet, giving up all sugar. And he said he, mainly he was allergic to molds and um, the sugar feeds off of, I mean, the mold feeds off sugar. So, and he was starting to feel well. And he also took, he discovered what he was allergic to and he started taking allergy shots. So when he said that to me, I was like, well, I've got rheumatoid arthritis. I'm getting sinus infections. I want to copy you. (laughs) And so... I was tested for allergies. Turned out I was allergic to yeast, and which means that not only am I allergic to yeast in the air, but I'm allergic to yeast and molds that we eat. So I, he told me that I had to stay away from sugar. So that is when I started staying away from sugar. And that was, I started that in January. I Can also I noticed. Did sure. you, was your allergy test a blood test? Or how did he detect your yeah, uh, The allergy test. Okay, so I took the allergist environmental allergy test, and it was just skin pricks. Okay. And he tested for tree pollens and weeds and pet dander and the molds and cockroaches and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was allergic to a lot. So I do believe there's some connection between autoimmune illnesses and allergies. Both are activating the inflammation process Mm -hmm. in the body. 
And autoimmune illnesses are when you're just, it's just when you're the white blood cells, the, the fighter guys, mm-hmm. they, they get confused. Mm-hmm. The warriors get confused. They start attacking your body in, instead of the bacteria or virus, whatever's in, you know, causing the problem. And so getting back, I ended up doing the, um, doing the allergy shots, getting off yeast and, and really grains, all grains. I went paleo too. And at the same time, I read this book called The Autoimmune Solution and another book called Walls Protocol. Both um, one lady suffered from uh, see, uh, Hashimoto's disease, which is the thyroid autoimmune illness, and the other had multiple sclerosis, also uh, autoimmune problem. And that was Walls Protocol. And both really recommended getting off all grains, gluten, et cetera, which I have been off gluten for a long time. And so I followed those. I added coconut oil and coconut milk to my diet and just a lot of greens, a lot of leafy vegetables. And literally, really, the biggest change was in two weeks, the weight fell off. And I really do believe that was the sugar. I was having a glass of wine a night. I had to give that up, which I love wine. <laughs> but I think that was that was the, the mold was feeding off or the yeast was feeding off that wine and all the sugar. You know, roots that have a lot of sugar, I had to give those up. That would be the melon group. And um, just really started adding more anti-inflammatory foods such as basil, garlic, uh, ate grass-fed meat, and took away the grains. With your herbs and spices, was is there? Um, do you buy any particular kinds? Do you try to keep them all raw and not cook them? Well, that's a great question. Herbs and spices, the dry ones, do have supposedly have mold on them, so mm-hmm. it's better to go ahead and buy fresh ones and just wash them really well. And it's good. I've started just wrapping my herbs and even my lettuces in paper towels. I'll come home, I'll wash them and then put them back in the clamshell container or whatever they came in, but wrap them up in paper towels to absorb the water because Uh it's the sugar in the water that creates the mold growth. And let's see with my story. So then actually I kept on with that diet. And I really, I would have coconut oil every day and the coconut milk. I, I would have, I, I would, listen, I wasn't eating any oats, but lemon, I used lemon all the time. I would have an apple, ate an apple almost daily, green or red. And then I, I would get the mixed um, lettuces in the grocery store. And it, at this, um, I did not know it, but spinach is in everything. And all these little, mi- I mean, not all of them, but most of them, spinach is in the mixed greens or mixed lettuce packages. And what Dr. Rollins, my ENT, said was that you really needed to rotate your food because you could have an IgG sensitivity, not necessarily IgE. Mm-hmm. IgE sensitivity is when you eat food such as nuts. And you had anaphylactic or go into shock or whatever. And you have to have the EpiPen and all that. IgE is milder sensitivity, but you might not notice that you 
have an or have allergy symptoms for a few days later, up to 72 days later. So it's really hard to determine IgE. IgE is more sensitivity rather than an allergy. So a lot of people who say they're intolerant to gluten are IgG sensitive. So he, Dr. Rollins said, you've really got to rotate that food because if you have the same food every day, you can develop an intolerance to that food. And so you rotate it every four days because after the fourth day, that food gets out of your system. You digest it. It's gone. So you're not developing the tolerance. How did you decide what foods to rotate? Was every, did you rotate everything or how do you decide? Oh, it was impossible. It was really hard because <laughs> I wanted to do that autoimmune solution and I developed a love for like turmeric and kale and just, I mean, these foods, they became my staples. And oh, I loved, um, believe it or not, I loved an almond butter smoothie, which is almond butter with a cup of spinach frozen cherries and a banana and some almond milk, almond coconut milk. So yummy. And so, yeah, I was starting to have to, I didn't know what to give up, but my allergies kept on. My eyes kept on watering. I kept on having allergy symptoms. So it wasn't working for me. And after I lost a ton of weight and so there was a period of time, my hair came back in. I had really with um, the autoimmune condition, just my hair had thinned. And even my eyelashes in the corner of my eye, they had gone away. That all started getting better. Blood pressure improved. It was great. It was like this miracle. But then towards the summer, I just felt really bad and sluggish. And keep in mind, I hadn't had any grains. And I was still having all the mixed lettuces. So I went back to see my allergist. I'm like, what's up? And he said, you really need to do an IgG or IgE blood test. Something's going on. Mm. So I took the IgE test and it came back. I wasn't allergic to anything. And then he said, you need to do the IgG test, the sensitivity test. Mm -hmm. And it came back that I was allergic to so much apples, spinach, the things that I was eating all the time. No longer allergic to or sensitive to gluten, which is interesting. That so is interesting. it was fascinating. So I was able by taking, and I wasn't allergic to everything, but just a lot of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are the foods, there were about eight foods that I was severely allergic to. And I'm to keep away or stay away from those foods for nine months. And then the ones that I was moderately allergic to, which is probably about another Tim, um, to stay away for three to six months. And then the foods that I'm mildly allergic to, I just rotate. So that's the stage I'm in now. I've sort of taken what I've learned from the autoimmune solution book and the WALS protocol and from Dr. Rollins and that rotation diet. And from my, the foods that I'm allergic to, I'm able to just write I was able to create a rotation diet. And also the people who do, it's called an ALCAT test. The people who do that test, they gave me a guide for a rotation diet. So actually having that blood test really helped me Mm -hmm. to determine which foods I should eat and rotate and stuff. So that really served as a guide. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I am now. And I'm, I'm 
feeling good. And I have rheumatoid nodules and it does look like one of them's going down. So I've only been on the diet for about three weeks. So and we'll gluten, see what gluten happens. Gluten is back in the rotation. Gluten's back in the rotation. I am sort of keeping just that as a, um, I'm watching that. I've added, I've had um, some sprouted bread, sprouting grains, that's be good mm-hmm. for you. And I'll have that on like Tuesday mornings. It will be, uh, it's a wheat, I think it's a wheat type of sprouted grain. And then the next day, it has some sunflower seeds, but then the next day I'll have spelt bread. And then I'll have my smoothie, my almond smoothie that I love. And then I'll, the next day I'll have another smoothie with just different fruit and greens with nutritional yeast. I think your case is very interesting because, you know, we all want to kind of grasp at the allergen that's the most popular of the day, so to speak, which obviously is. And for you to be brave enough to kind of step out of that and investigate it further and then add it back and recognize that was not the culprit, you know, is good for, I think, people to hear because our bodies are Mm -hmm. so individual and our reactions are completely specific to our own immune systems. And so, yeah. so you know, it, it's it's definitely empowering to hear that and hear the, the route that you took to come to that conclusion. So right. without sugar in your diet, do you have sweet cravings? Not really, which is amazing. And actually, I had coffee one morning and I'll use a little bit of the coconut sugar. And now I use some soy milk and I had made it, it was too sweet. I had to, and and so now I don't even have any coconut sugar, just none. Or no, 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 maybe I used cane sugar that day because I was rotating. So really, it was too sweet for me. So I really don't crave sugar. The one thing I crave are grains. Like I have, my daughter makes this um, honey nut granola from the Minimalist Baker website, which I highly recommend. Um, Granola, it's the Minimalist Baker granola, honey almond granola. And I'll crave that. And I now have to give that away up. But I've noticed I don't crave it so much once I've left it out of my diet for a few days. Mm-hmm. So it's really just what you get used to. Mm-hmm. And I think the challenge is just keeping yourself where you don't get hung, you know, famished. And you start mm-hmm. having, like, I got to eat, you know. And it's also emotional hunger, too. So if you just have small bites of stuff, that's healthy. I think that's the way to go. Also, find something light. Like I'll have a little glass of rice milk um, one night when I want the granola or something like that. If I'm having, you know, just really need something sweet. It's just, I'll, I'll find a substitute. That seems and if you And if you stayed off the wine? I have, I will have wine when I go out just socially or... I'll have it about once or twice a week and And I'll limit it. I'll have just two glasses. I'm not a big, I never was a huge drinker and that fat, except when I was in college. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But just right now, yeah, it would just be one or two glasses and I don't want as much. And do you have any negative side effects? Do you feel, do you feel it when you drink the wine? I haven't yet. So it's nice. Okay, yeah, good. I, I think I, I did do a detox in January, and I think that really helped. Um, and and was, I did that for about four weeks. Okay, and, and that what was, was the that? autoimmune solution oh, okay. detox. Okay. 
it was from that book. Got it. And are there any resources you want to share with, with the audience? So Minimalist Baker, great tip. Are there any other cookbooks, what, recipe sources, uh, or websites or anything? What I really liked was the autoimmune solution diet and, and diet book, but are, okay. yeah, I guess it was a diet book, but um, within that book, they have recipes. Those recipes are phenomenal. Oh, they good. are so good and they're easy. Okay. And I have a supper club, and Eva uh, did two recipes from that, and everybody requested them. One was cabbage, one was um, what was that? Oh, sweet potatoes. Okay, oh, and that's a really easy fish recipe to for salmon or any kind of fish. So it's really that has been my go-to book. And then I would look up rotation diet, and it's not the rotation diet from years ago. This is new. Um, it's just rotating your food and okay. people should really um, look that up. Awesome. Charlotte, this is so exciting. Like such, um, yeah, such new theories and an interesting take just to hear your personal story. So I'm very grateful to you for being on the Healthy Weight Coaching Podcast. Oh, Thank you so much. You are welcome. My pleasure, as I said. And it's just, it's nice to have somebody interested in it too, because I think it does make a difference. Um, I think you are what you eat and what you do. Exercise is very important in drinking water too, I want to add. So give up that sugar, drink water and exercise. <laughs> awesome. You said it very well. Well, thank you all very much for listening to the Healthy Weight Coaching Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Weight Coaching Podcast. Visit us at www.healthyweightcoaching.com. And please review this podcast on iTunes so that we can keep sharing the secrets to success that will help you. For more information on how to reach your peak or be on the show, contact Julie, the Healthy Weight Coach, at healthyweightcoaching.com.